This is The Table Underground, and I'm your host, Tegan Engel. We're bringing you stories of food, radical love, and creative social justice. This story is one in a six-part series on BIPOC-owned food businesses in New Haven, Connecticut. If you're fortunate enough to be nearby, we do hope it will entice you to go and try their food. And we also hope it will inspire you to spend more time talking with the people in your community who make and sell food. My name is Alicia Hazel, and our business is Caribbean Style Vegan, also known as Ninth Square Market Caribbean Style. My name is Kulin Wright. I am the chef and part owner. And I am, I guess you would say, the manager and part owner. (laughs) Well, I do help in the kitchen as well, but right now I'm out of the kitchen. I'm on maternity leave. We just had a beautiful baby boy a couple months ago. We wanted to start a restaurant because, in all honesty, we're vegan and there's really scarce food out there in New Haven. There's not many places to eat. We always had to travel outside of the state to find food that we like that's vegan, vegetarian. So he's a great cook at home and he's been vegan for years. So him always preparing food for family and friends and them saying, like, it tastes great. We thought like, hey, we can do this. We can do something similar to the businesses that we've traveled to. And we always wanted to own our own business because it's self-satisfying knowing that you work for yourself and you can do what you want and also benefit your community, give them something that they are not used to. So with all that put together, we just said, okay, let's start a restaurant. We try to bring the taste of the Caribbean into the vegan, I wouldn't say the vegan world because... In Jamaica, ITIL, what we call ITIL, the word comes from the word vital, which is food that's nourishing, food that's wholesome, plant-based always. So we try to, yeah, bring, like, the taste of the Caribbean, like the curries, the jerks, and transform that into a plant-based version. I always tell people the curry mixed veg is one of my favorites because it kind of stems from a dish that I learned to cook that's um, traditionally from Jamaica that they call rundung, which is a dish that's prepared with coconut oil and coconut milk as like the base of what the whole dish is. That's like one of my favorite dishes. People don't realize your food is based off the seasoning. So the food is heavenly seasoned. Lots of herbs and spices, coconut oil. People always ask him why his food tastes so good, but I think it's because we loaded up with the flavor, the herbs and seasonings and things like that. Food is art also. So not only with the tasting, you know, I like the food to have color and to look rich, not only taste rich, but you eat with your eyes first. From a young age, I used to ask my mom, when am I going to learn how to cook? And she would tell me that it's something that just naturally develops. Like no one sat her down and said, okay, now it's time to learn how to cook. I stopped eating meat early, 93, 94. So at that time, it was hard to find things. I used to have to learn how to prepare these foods. And over the years, I would say it just developed. Alicia could tell you probably her first experience (laughs) with me giving her tofu probably wasn't the best, you know, because I was just learning. No, it wasn't at all. But it's (laughs) certainly the best now. (laughs) Yeah, this is over 20 years ago, maybe I tried his tofu. 
um, but he's come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to study nutrition after seeing the importance of food on our health. I always wanted to be a doctor, but I figured, you know, if you could prevent a lot of these issues that you'd be treating as a doctor with nutrition, then that's probably the direction I should go. So um, as many people know, the plant-based diet can be a really healthy one. It could also be unhealthy. Through our food, we're showing the healthy side of it. We cook non-GMO organic as much as possible. We just continue to source the best things that we can and make sure it's healthy for everyone. Fortunately, we have local places like Edge of the Woods, Natural Health Market. Alicia's um, family also has a farm in West Haven. So sometime during the summer times, we get local organic produce from him a lot. So we've been blessed in that way that we haven't been really stressing to find our sources. Yeah, yeah. The prices can be tough because for some reason, the healthier foods are more expensive but we just try to do our best and continue to keep our prices affordable for everyone. There are so many challenges to running a business from finances to employees to maintaining through a pandemic now. We both had no business experience coming into this. We actually started this business four years before we opened up trying to build our recipes or think about where we are renting, trying to accumulate capital to start. We were gracious enough to start without a lot of money because we didn't get a loan through a bank after trying. I did take a 16-week course with New Haven Business School, which taught you somewhat about what you need to get going. We still weren't prepared. Just with the grace of a higher power out there, everything came together and we were just grateful that everybody loved it because the customers coming back really helped us build up and get started and to remain here today. Food connects people and also it revolves around culture. For people to even see and learn, when we came and we put Caribbean style vegan on the glass, you hear people walk by like Caribbean vegan. They had no idea the connection that the Caribbean or even within the culture of Rasta have always upheld vegan food, but we call it Ital food. So it's good to see that people have been learning so much and just bringing people together, all different walks of people being united through food. We really didn't realize that these things that would play a bigger part than just us running the business. We never really thought of the impact it would have. We were just looking for food, I think, at the time. But throughout the whole process, we've seen people from all different races, ages, backgrounds. And we've seen relationships develop in front of our eyes just because everybody's gathering around food, which is great because I think that naturally happens anyway. But it's given the community a place to go, like you said, to get cultural awareness and to unite as one. This story series was sponsored through the Yale School of the Environment and produced by me, Tegan Engel. It was edited by John Oliver Music and photographed by Maza Ray Photography. We hope you'll go to our website, thetableunderground.com, to check out her beautiful photographs, see the transcripts, and a lot more info there. You can listen to this and the other stories wherever you get your podcast, as well as on our website. 
Many thanks to each of these business owners for making time and space to share your stories. We are extremely grateful. I'm Tegan Engel, and this is The Table Underground. Thanks for listening.